What's up, folks? Uh, taking an ad out on my own podcast just so I can let you know about, uh, once again, these upcoming dates I have for my Hard to Say show. March 22nd, I'm in Denver. March 24th, I'm in Boulder, Colorado. And March 27th, Fort Collins, Colorado. If you're there, if you know anyone there, it would mean the world to me if you let people know about this. Uh, I'm going to be doing more shows as well. Seattle, Portland, Santa Cruz, Bay Area, look out for that. But if, if you could please let people know the 22nd, 24th, and 27th, I'm going to be in Denver, Boulder, and Fort Collins doing comedy about my experience living with trigeminal neuralgia, uh, a.k.a. suicide disease. This is a show I've been working out uh, for a while that, that has been extremely fulfilling and uh, wonderful, uh, you know, despite not being good feeling physically. Um, you know, I know I harp about it a lot and all this stuff going on with my medical situation. This has been sort of my coping and my reason for continuing. So I have, uh, uh, I'm excited to finally do it somewhere else other than Los Angeles. So please, if you're in Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, go to kyleayers.com slash shows, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S.com slash shows. Uh, I have a mailing list you can sign up for there as well. It'll let you know when I'm in your area. That's the best stuff you could do to possibly support me would be that sort of thing there. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this was a, I hope I uploaded this ad properly to my own show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. What is up? Everybody, uh, happy Thursday or whatever day you're getting this. I hope you are okay and healthy and safe. Uh, today's episode is so funny. Chase Mitchell, who has written for The Tonight Show, uh, I guess Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, uh, he's worked for uh, Nikki and Sarah, uh, you know, Nikki Glazer and Sarah Schaefer show, he's so funny, he's such a good writer, he has, hear me out, Chase has never seen The Wire, we finally got a, a The Wire, a The Wire, <laughs> Chase has never seen The Wire, he rewrote it, we read his script, obviously we're all still over the internet. Um, I'm joined once again by Todd Sklar. Todd works great because I let him borrow a microphone, so it's killer there. He can use that. I think he forgot today, but it's so fun. Chase has never seen The Wire. He rewrites it. We read his script. We play some games. Um, it, it, it's it's fun. I hope you enjoy it. You know, we're working with what we can. I appreciate y'all listening. I appreciate y'all still tuning in. Um, any ratings or reviews or anything like that on iTunes help us out a bunch. The biggest thing is just sharing it. With other people, that's a good way to get more people to, to check out the show. But I appreciate it. I appreciate you all. Um, this is Chase Mitchell. He's so funny. What a good script. He's never seen it. Uh, you know, bear with the audio. We're all over the internet here. But I think it's very fun. I've been streaming these live on on Twitch. If you're into that, twitch.tv slash social distancing. I don't know how I got that name, but it's on there. I've been streaming these and a bunch more stuff, and and I'm, that stuff I, I'll put the audio and stuff like that up on the show's Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/NeverSeenIt. If you want to support me or the show, that's a great way. The Twitch show is also a, a a good way, you know, just trying to figure this out and how to make do and all that. I know we're all a lot of us are in the situation. If you're out there, if you're working, 
to help people in any capacity right now, I appreciate you. We all do. We do every day. Not just now that it's more dire. I appreciate it. You know, it's, I do this. Think about how important your job is. This is mine. I appreciate everybody. Thank you for listening. Please enjoy. Chase Mitchell has never seen The Wire. Finally. And uh, I love y'all. appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening. I keep saying that over and over again, but I really do mean it. If you want to check out more stuff, I'm always streaming on twitch.tv slash social distancing. Hell, we're doing a spelling bee on Saturday. This Saturday. uh, What is today? The 30th? So the 2nd? May 2nd, I think it is. Come do a spelling bee. You can hang out. You can watch. You can sabotage other people's words. If you go early enough now, you can donate and get in the spelling bee. You want to do a spelling bee with me? Come do it. Twitch.tv slash social distancing. Please enjoy. Chase Mitchell has never seen The Wire. But he rewrote it. Thanks, everybody. All right, everybody. Joining us now, having never seen the television show The Wire, please give it up for Chase Mitchell, everybody. Look at that. Here we are. Everyone's, you got to imagine they're at home clapping. Chase, all right, let me unmute everybody. I'm like, I can't hear anybody. Uh, how are you doing? How are you holding up? What's going on? I'm all right. I'm on my uh, my lunch break from work. I'm talking to you on a on a PlayStation 4 mic. Does it sound okay? <laughs> it actually hey. sounds incredible. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's weird to be on this thing and not be uh, getting called gay slurs. So it's, it's much nicer. Does that come with the PlayStation? It comes with the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the mic comes with the playstation yeah i have been doing this thing on my xbox i play call of duty on there and kids everyone's little bracket name is like you could make your own little what do you call it like tag what? your tag your squad tag and everyone's is trump or dick or fuck it's like every one of them is the weird little thing and i make mine uh aoc and i've never gotten <laughs> more hate messages from kids on xbox in my life that's amazing that's strong. That's very, very strong. Um, no, someone's. I don't think you're going to have to log off because I don't think there's a lot of spoilers for The Wire and his script since he hasn't seen the show. <laughs> Todd, have you seen The Wire? I have seen The Wire, although I have to admit I watched it when it was kind of originally on, uh, so I don't think I appreciated it due to my young age. I watched that and Oz uh, as a young lad, and I haven't rewatched them. Uh, so there's a lot, yeah. of, like a lot of cultural stuff in the wire that like has like popped up in memes that people like, and that I just don't. I feel like I've never seen it. I where, like I were your, where were your parents? That's a great question. You know what? That could be of all of my appearances on Kyle's podcast is why did I see these things? In a very casual attitude towards uh, HBO and rated R movies. And- yeah, well, you got to grow up sometime, and sometimes that's, that's you know when you're seven years old. uh so i've also never seen the wire um it's it's what prompted this entire podcast essentially was just getting hassled about it i would say it doesn't have the most shame around having not seen it's not the most famous but it's kind of like second for every never seeing shame category you could come up with yeah it would be one of the first things to come up all of the time that's why I picked it is because it's the one that I, uh, I don't have a good reason for not having seen it. Uh, I know that I would like it if I did watch it. I know just a couple of things about it that have just entered my brain through, uh, like, like you were saying, like memes and stuff like that. So like, I'm vaguely aware of like 
two characters' names and like that there's, you know, one season that people don't like and like that's it. And Wait, I know uh, that it's that, it, that there are drugs involved somehow. I know that. Um, what's the season people don't like? Uh, well, it, there's, uh, you know, let's, we'll get into that. Yeah. Nice. I, I remember we did a bracket on the show for March Madness last year that ended in late November. And cause I didn't plan out how long brackets take when you only do one matchup a week. <laughs> and the, it was about what it was basically, what do you people get the most shame for having never seen star Wars one? Uh-huh. Um, I believe the TV show Sopranos was the finals against Star Wars. I think maybe the office made the finals. I don't remember, but the office and star and, and the Sopranos were the two television finalists in star Wars and Marvel were uh, mm. uh, the rest. People talking about, I'll listen to the bracket. It is over 40 episodes of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you will have to listen to eight minutes of a podcast, 40 weeks. Um, but the strong, wi- strong runner, the wire is, is almost like, since it was so early as far as you consider like prestige oh. TV, uh, but people, it's still once people, Kyle, wait, muted. you got muted, Kyle, got, you got wired. Oh, what happened? I got muted. Oh, they got you. Stringer got you. All right. I'm going to have to, if you guys are, wearing I think it's still working on the stream. <laughs> <laughs> it says zoom is about to restart. So I'll be right back. And, and we it's might, true. I might have to That's invite you call. guys again. Cause it says zoom is about to crash. <laughs> Cause they what can happened? still, I'm surprised that, Oh, his, his camera froze Work for a again. second, too. Yeah, there you go. For some reason, I got in. Sorry, I was. you guys were asking me what was happening, and I was muted, and I kept telling you, like, somehow you'd be able to hear me. <laughs> but everyone on the stream could still hear me. Zoom was just having an issue with a microphone for some reason, and then I got a pop-up. Oh, and so that's I was like, like Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, it, yes, Todd, it's exactly like a Twilight Zone episode. Why can't they hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Where a microphone gets unplugged. Or it's like, get out. You were in the, the sunken. There place. is going to be, there's 100% going to be like a Jordan Peele quarantine episode of, of Twilight Zone that comes out. Oh, next for All sure. the bad TV that's going to come out in the next like year and a half is going to be. I've thought a lot about this for, for every single thing where people are like, stand-up is going to be so miserable when it comes back. I miss it more than anything, but imagine every joke everyone's going to think they were the only person who wrote. Yeah. That's a good call. It's a very good call. Uh, everyone's gonna every time there's a live stand show people will be like oh, i love the quarantine's over finally i don't have to secretly masturbate around my kids or you know what i mean every single thing is going to be the same that's a good joke like, I, I took a shower out. the other day like yeah yeah it's gonna be um, you guys excited about going out again it's like it, so it's well i do think a lot of the comedy that people are doing on the zoom stuff and now is they they're almost like purposefully lazy thinking that they're the only ones who will phone it in and it's kind of exhausting uh, it'll be a while before we're getting back to people having unique observations. <laughs> have you been Have you been doing any of the like Zoom stand up shows or? Yeah, or and I try and put a decent amount of effort into it because I I don't really know I, I want to do something unique or I try and do actual jokes and people seem to appreciate that. But the amount of people who sort of just scroll through their phone or want to chat with the hosts, it's a little different. It's just not why people are there, and so sometimes I'm yeah, a little yeah. like give them something. Yeah. Has anybody done the Michael Richards idea? Oh yeah, I did a Seinfeld table read, and someone just did all of Michael Richards stand up the entire time. <laughs> but it played because I didn't know what the deal with it was. Um, hey Jones, thanks for following the show. Okay, so never seen The Wire. Um, I uh, 
Uh, I have not either. All of my roommates watched it when I first moved to Brooklyn, and I missed the first two episodes of them watching together, and so I never watched it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad... I'm glad one person in here has, because I don't yeah. know if any of it will connect with anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, well, we'll have Todd hang out, because I think he's seen the show. So you can yeah. cast it, and then we'll read the script. I got it pulled up and everything here. You let us know who you want us to play, We'll read the, and then we'll, we'll get into the script. And I think you would probably do the wall-to-wall stage directions. Hell yeah, wall-to-wall. Uh, great, so just let us know who you want us to play. Let's, we can cast it all right here and everything. Wait, wait, sorry, you want me to do the stage directions? Is that what I'm... Yeah, you can do the stage directions, and you can play as many parts as you want, too. It's it's all, all uh, your casting uh, as our writer here. See, I'll be the... Uh, if you want to be the, Kyle, if you want to be the drug dealer... Great. Um, I'll be the drug buyer. Uh, I'll take uh, McNulty. Um, you want to be the chief, Todd? You want to be chief? I'll be chief. Great. I'll be I'll be the captain now. Uh, let's see, Kyle, if you want to be dock worker one, or wait, I'll, sorry, I'll be dock worker one. You be dock worker two. Okay. Um, and then Todd, if you want to be Idris Elba. Hi. <laughs> And then, uh, and also if we miss anyone and they come up, you can just cast it as it comes along. Cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'll take henchman number one, Kyle, if you want to be henchman number two, uh, Todd, if you want to be henchman number three, this is, there's too many parts. What, what was I thinking? <laughs> it's ambitious. It's, like a real ambi- it's an epic. Um, and I'll be, uh, Omar. Okay. Great. Dude, it sounds like you've seen the wire, man. You've got them all. I feel like, <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, okay. Exterior Baltimore, the main part night, two guys, a drug dealer and a drug buyer are standing on one, two, three Baltimore street in Baltimore drug. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. I have an idea. I just had an idea to stop this whole thing real quick. I know how to put the script up on the screen. So it scrolls with us while we're reading. Oh, that's amazing. I think that might help for the keeping track of parts. I thought this was going to be a Baltimore joke when you said I have an idea. I thought we were going to just rip into Baltimore. <laughs> no, no. Watch this. Watch this. Everyone, I know you're, it, you guys won't be able to see it, but I can actually pull the script up. Oh, my God. This is the greatest technology of all time. And have the script right here a little bit over us. It will cover the chat, unfortunately. Sorry, chat. Um, maybe I can move that around. You know, what, what do we, what, what curtain is there possibly for me to not pull back here? Here we go. Chat. <laughs> we'll move you up here to the top corner for now. Um, Chase, what are you drinking there? Was that, was that Ovaltine? No, no, it's just a, uh, just a nice water. Was just an ice water in a sailor. Jerry Ovaltine. Cup. <laughs> it was like a <laughs> that 1970s was... can of Ovaltine. That was impressive. No, it's a, uh, it's a, like a tin cup, uh, like awesome. a sailor Jerry cup, but it's just a nice water. Yeah. All right. Let me That's get this cool. over here. Look at this. This looks great. This looks great. A little smaller, so it fits right in the middle. This is how the this is the world now. I'm like, everyone stop where you do. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, should I start over? I got the script here. Whenever you're ready. Yeah. All right. Exterior, Baltimore, the main part, night. Two guys, a drug dealer and a drug buyer, are standing on 123 Baltimore Street in Baltimore. Hey, man, did you catch the Ravens game last night? Uh, you know I did. This is Baltimore. What am I, from fucking Cincinnati? They both high five. <laughs> yeah, fuck Cincinnati. Cincinnati. So, uh, how about some drugs? The two <laughs> men eye each other suspiciously. That depends. What kind of drugs you got? I want to say... 
crack is this show about crack is that racist uh, i think it might be more racist to assume that that's racist why why the crack epidemic has historically preyed upon communities of color. So to ignore that would be whitewashing history, which would itself be racist. Do you want to buy some fucking crack or not? <laughs> uh, sure. I can go for some crack. Uh, just let me grab my money real quick. The drug, the drug buyer opens his coat and talks into a microphone. Chief, we got it. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, a dozen police cars pull up and a bunch of cops pile out. Guns drawn. Freeze! It's us, the good guys of this show, the Baltimore police. You're <laughs> under arrest. The drug dealer turns to the drug buyer. Oh, man, does that mean you were... Uh... That's right. I was wearing a The Wire. <laughs> That's a great titular line. That is <laughs> uh, Dramatic music sting, opening credits, play over shots of wires, intercut with shots of various Baltimore landmarks, assuming there are any. Uh, <laughs> Cut to interior police station or political campaign office or maybe a newspaper office the next morning. A gruff police chief or gruff political chief or gruff newspaper editor opens his door and shouts. McNulty, get in here, goddammit. Moments later, McNulty, a.k.a. the drug buyer from the opening scene, pokes his head in. You called, sir? Ah, great job on that overcover bus last night, McNulty. You wore the shit out of that wire. But now I need you for a new assignment. Why me, sir? I'll be honest, McNulty. You're a loose cannon and I hate your fucking guts, you piece of shit. <laughs> but you're also the best goddamn cop this city and or city council member and or reporter we've got in this town, which is Baltimore. So what's the assignment? That dealer from, the, from last night, he uh, just gave up his supplier. He says it's this man. The chief pulls out a photo of a guy who looks a lot like Idris Elba. Jesus Christ. What is it? Sorry, nothing. He's just, I mean, he's really hot, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, anyway, this man is wanted for 17 counts of... I mean, goddamn, I, I don't really consider myself on the Kenzie scale or anything, but fuck, like, I would, you know? <laughs> McNulty! And why is his shirt off in this photo? McNulty, focus! Now, as I was saying, this man is wanted for 17 counts of drug trafficking, Eight counts of human trafficking and one count of fucking my wife. And I want you to assemble an undercover task force to take him down. I'm on it, Chief. Oh, and McNulty. Yes, sir? You're going to need a lot of wires. <laughs> McNulty holds up a huge handful of wires. Way ahead of you. <laughs> cut to exterior, the docks, night. Randomly, we cut away to, for an entire season to some dock workers doing dock worker stuff. <laughs> Which I guess is like moving crates or throwing some fish around. Doc Worker 1. Hey, did you ever think that like this wouldn't be super exciting to watch? What do you mean? I guess like that our jobs are much less interesting than other people's jobs in the city and that it's like kind of unrelated to anything else that's going on. So if someone had to say, watch us do this for an entire season, they would probably complain about it a lot online. Ah, <sighs> uh, yeah, I guess I never really thought about that like that before. Hey, here, catch this dead fish. <laughs> Cut to Idris Elba's drug hideout, night. Idris Elba is seated sexily behind a huge desk. McNulty enters with his undercover task force. They are all wearing wires. We're here to buy some drugs. More drugs this time. Well, you mean this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's always uh, Michael Caine with me, baby. <laughs> uh, nothing, sorry, ignore that. <laughs> 
McNulty nervously fidgets with his coat and his wire comes poking out of his collar. Wait a minute. Are you wearing a wire? Huh? I don't know what you're talking about. A wire? I've never even seen a wire. <laughs> you haven't seen the wire? What the hell is wrong with you? Everyone has seen the wire. You must be the last person in this room who hasn't seen the wire. You've seen the wire, right? Oh, yeah, boss. I saw the wire from the very beginning. And you? You saw the wire? Oh, I've seen the wire like six times. I can't believe you haven't seen the wire, man. Why does everyone keep hassling me about seeing the wire? I'll get around to the fucking wire. I'm just a little busy right now. <laughs> just then, another henchman bursts into the room. Boss, Omar's coming. Wait, what does that mean? Oh, shit, I'm hitting three. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just know it's something people are supposed to say when that's happening. Who the fuck is Omar? Just then, Omar walks in with a gun. Whoa, it's the guy from Boardwalk Empire. Now, there's a good show. Uh, Kyle, do you want to be Omar? Oh, yeah, I'll be Omar. I'm tired of being typecast as criminals. I'm a very talented actor. Omar shoots everyone a lot of times. McNulty and Idris Elba both lay dying on the floor, bleeding out. McNulty looking down at Collar. Oh, hey, I see the wire. God, I love Baltimore. The end. That was very, very strong. That was a very good representation. <laughs> of the Thank you. It's all context clues, you know? That was really, really good. I know also, that things happen on street corners. Uh, I know that Idris Elba is a handsome man. He is very sexy. He's also, so handsome. I will defend that dock season to, to high hell, man. That is a good season. Is there show. really a whole season where they're just at the docks? There is. It's more complicated than that. Though. Oh, it's more complicated it's not, than eight lines on one page? There's a lot of corruption fish. in the docks. You wouldn't think about how important docks are, at least at the age I was watching it. You don't think about how important docks are for getting drugs in. Like It's like a, it's a big piece of the puzzle. Okay. I'll believe you. Um, and I'll watch it one day. I say that, but... I'm going to get around to it. Yeah, I just saw The Wedding Singer last night, so I don't know if I can get around to... The Wire anytime soon. I got to watch The Wedding Singer again. Um, I mean, I think you nailed it. Everyone in the chat seems to think you also nailed it. They, I loved I'm Beyond Sexuality. I'm not even on the Kinsey scale. That's very funny. Um, what did someone say? Michael Scott's girlfriend is in it? Okay, now I'm in. <laughs> Wait, uh, Jan? Yeah, I don't know which uh, one. Jan? Melora, Melora Hardin? Or is it uh, Amy uh, uh, or uh, yeah, the other one? The one that he like ends up with? Oh, Holly? Holly, yeah. She's also everything else she's ever in. She's very sad and strung out, and uh, like uh, Gone Baby Gone. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I love Gone Baby Gone. Let's talk about that. But I've not Todd. Where would you rate The Wire on all time shows? Uh, I'm I am a bad judge of that because like I don't like prestige dramas very much. But I, I it's a it's a very here's you know what I will say. Here's what I'd like to put down on wax about The Wire. I would say one of the most satisfying endings to a series I've ever seen. Okay. Like it's exactly what you want as a fan. And I don't understand how every HBO show didn't just copy it. Like it's a perfect, perfect ending. The last like five minutes of the wire is everything you would want for an epic five season show. Okay. It's five seasons. That sounds pretty doable. Yeah. You're talking us into it now. Yeah. Good it's ending. Not, not five seasons. As long as you think it's going to be. I feel like a lot of other HBO shows that came out after it make you think it's like a harder show to sit through than it is like HBO, like prestige drama at that time was still pretty popcorn. <clears throat> enjoyable. Like, yeah. Did I, did I 
spoil anything for myself just by guessing what happens? Oh, that's a good question, man. That's like, actually, a, wait, maybe, maybe don't tell me actually. No, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to know either, but that's like a forever question on the podcast. Now that is such that's a good question. That is an interesting thing. There is a thing in there. And also the thing that I think you spoil is not something that you would see coming either. You wouldn't assume that it's a real thing. Weird. Okay. Oh, is it Idris Elba's British accent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Does man. he have a British accent on the show? No. Okay. <laughs> that was uh, just a choice. It was just See, a, I feel like he, he, isn't he British in real life? He is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he was going to be James Bond, but then they said he was too streaked. I thought he's got, like, yeah, he's got kind of, it's a little, a little like Cockney. Yeah, yeah, a little that's, Cockney. Accent. Oh, that's he so uses fun. it. In, he uses it in uh, Hobbs versus uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, that's right. He does Hobbs and Shaw. Oh my God. I mean, that's the that of all the movies that will just get me upset about stuff really quickly. I hated Hobbs <laughs> and Shaw so much. I hate, trust me. I hate it. It was the most disappointing thing I've seen in theaters in a long time. But that's what I was going to ask. Did you hate it just because like, it's obviously a bad movie or because like you expected it to be so much more. Like, I hated it because bad. of the expectations and that's yeah. what it is all the time is the expectations for everything. It's to a lesser, it's to a way greater extent happened in Hobbs and Shaw to a lesser extent happened in us where the expectations are just so re- wild for me going in to see something that I go see yeah. the thing. And I'm like, well, I guess that couldn't be as good as, uh, it, it, what do what do I always think? I think of it as like the seeing the creature in a movie is never as good as when they don't show you the creature and you get to oh, invent yeah. the thing in your head. Jaws, oh my God. Uh, the that's mo- the old Hitchcock. Hitchcock was the master of that. Or he yeah. stole yeah. it from Mussolini if you want to get real film nerdy about it. But that's like that's I thought the- you said he stole it from Mussolini. I was like, yeah, Mussolini's subtlety was what he was known for. <laughs> you know, if we really want to get into a, a Italian film cinema conversation here, you could make the argument that Pasolini was in fact a Mussolini supporter, and a lot of his uh, political content was uh, tongue in cheek. You could argue that if you knew who those people were. <laughs> I don't. I am details um, away from so many arguments. <laughs> what were you saying? What were you saying about creatures, Chase? Uh, just that there, the most recent example of that that I can think of is um, the fucking the John Krasinski, Emily Blunt. Uh, oh, Quiet oh, Quiet Place. Yeah, when they actually show those at the end, I'm like, oh, so they're like big bugs. Uh, that sucks. Like I, I, I liked the, the threat of them so much more than what they actually, I think like. it's so hard to deliver on them actually being good. Cause even it didn't really bother me what they were in a quiet place, but I agree everything. I think that's kind of most people's problem with most horror movies is the last 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what it comes down to. A lot of times is, um, it's hard. I agree that even seeing them, I don't know. I have no better ideas for what the things could have been or looked like or functioned as, but I just liked the idea of not seeing them so much more. Yeah. And that was kind of what happened with us towards the end, although I really, really did like it. Um, I It was so wild. I appreciated him explaining everything. And then I was mad that it all got explained. Because it, it takes such those... balls to explain your whole horror world. Yeah. I liked, I liked it a lot, too. And I think that largely it works within the realm of like the movie, but that was one of those ones that he kind of like Shyamalan it where uh, after it's over, if you really think about it, the world doesn't make any sense of, at all. It's like, so all of those people, uh, people were like living underground in the exact place that they're 
double what like they do that for their whole lives they're, living, they're in the exact spot and they're doing the exact yeah. same activity sometimes That's, with the like, horror movie you have a hard time believing that world existed 20 minutes before or after the movie took place yeah <laughs> And that's what, with us, whatever happens after that is either the greatest movie ever made or completely couldn't be made. Um, all right, we got we got a couple games, and then we then we we're, we're wrapping up for our episode for today. So our Do first it. game we're gonna play here is called Before and Afters. Ready to play before and afters. I don't remember what the theme song of that one sounds uh, like. It's just it's, it's a like- little bit of singing. Sorry, you guys can't hear the theme songs, but trust me, they are there. <laughs> I we were hoping that we would jump in and sing yeah, it. Right? I know. I just like got completely silent. Um, so how before and afters works is we have taken two movies and smashed them together into one. I will read you the smashed together movie plot, and you tell me the smashed together movie title. What are these called? Port minnows. Portmanteaus. Portmanteaus. Uh, Portmanteaus. That's that's the word that uh, uh, people yell at me when I don't explain it right. Um, But that's basically what we're doing. So they can be all over the place, though. Examples are The Wolf of Wally Street, uh, Fargo, Saving Private Silverman, right? The way that they fall into each other are are all over the place. And I got a shout out to Max and uh, Michael, two two podcast fans who sent these ones in and saved me having to write a bunch of stuff today. So here we go. Are we being... Are we buzzing in or being called on? Uh, ooh, we're just, we're I was just say, talking over each other. I would say when you think you know it, put your hand up, and okay. and then we'll call. Because the okay. usually it's just talking over each other, but with the Zoom and stuff, it kind of yeah. If multiple people talk, it shuts everyone up. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. First one. Let me see which of these I want to do first. A veteran pool hustler takes on a cocky protege to teach him how to use analytics to make a better baseball team. Todd, the color of Moneyball. Yes. I'm gonna get fucking destroyed. <laughs> I, I usually am so bad at this one. This is like the worst at on this podcast. That was that was so fast. That was so fast. That one I would say is that was what I put as the easiest to tease. That was a really there. easy one. Um, that was the easiest one I've ever seen or heard on the podcast. Here we go. Next one. A physician's childhood ability returns, allowing him the power to communicate with four sisters who are trying to pave their own social, professional, and romantic paths. If also, if you see me looking over here, it's because that's where my screen is. I'm not just uh-huh. like saying the stuff and then looking away from the Zoom <laughs> off into the distance. Is Answering the some last, emails. The last half is the Virgin Suicides. No, a physician's childhood ability returns, allowing him the power to communicate with four sisters who are trying to pave their own social, professional, and romantic paths. Uh, is the first thing a uh, hook? No. I don't know any of either of these two movies. This is wild. Wait, I... Uh, I think I know the first one, but I don't know the second one. Uh, so wait, sorry, what was the second half of it? Of it uh, again? Four sisters who are trying to pave their own social, professional, and romantic paths. I think I need to... This sounds better the more I raise it up. There we go. 
four sisters. What is Are people in the chat guessing it? Someone got it. Is it first half Doctor Sleep? No. Yeah, I was. But the first word is Doctor. Okay. Doctor T and the women. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Wait, is this a Doctor Who thing? Is it a Tardis thing? It is not a Doctor Who Tardis thing. That's a television show. We're getting further away. All right, guys. We were looking for Dr. Doolittle Women. Oh, that's smart. Oh, that is that's really smart. Also, weirdly, yeah. the porn parody title for both of those movies. Yeah. I didn't know that in Dr. Doolittle. I've only seen the Eddie Murphy one, so I didn't know that his ability went away and then came back. Oh, yeah. I also don't remember that. All right. Here we go. Next one. Next one. While trying to survive and find a cure for the zombie apocalypse, three brothers and their father navigate the difficulties of life and love in early 20th century Montana. Um, I am Legends of the Fall. I am Legends of the Fall. I don't even I've never even heard of Legends of the Fall. I don't know what that is. It is such a huge waste of time. It's one of those like three hour epics. It's uh. Ed Zwick, it's the same guy who made like Last Samurai. Okay, so it's one and, of those movies that's long and nothing. It was a big, yeah, it was like a big... Um, Hold on, I was going to go find my VHS tape of it, but I can't let you guys just besmirch Legends of the Fall like that. It was a <laughs> beautiful movie. It is some of Brad Pitt's finest work. Anthony Hopkins is just chewing up the scenery. Some it of is, Brad Pitt's finest hair, for sure. Absolutely. Well, but look oh, at Todd God. right now, so you got to know what he thinks by <laughs> finest work. His hair is two feet long. <laughs> it's it's a really it is surprisingly uh re-watching it uh, so i i saw it as a kid and i don't know why i watched that movie and then re-watched it like a year ago because rennie my writing partner got like obsessed with it mm-hmm. it is like epic like it is like english patient level epic with a really good satisfying ending strong recommendation i'm legend of the fall guys putting that out there all right probably won't watch it Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> I, got a, I got the I got the wire. I got I got I, apparently wedding singers on there. I got to check yeah. that out. Chase's pitch was it's long, so you guys just <laughs> offset each other with the exact same. It pitches. is at least like four hours long. Next up on my uh, catch up is uh, um, Tommy Boy. No, it's not Tommy Boy. I have to Big finally fun. finish Blade Runner. I feel like you're. I feel like we could. We could. If if everybody who had to finally finish Blade Runner voted for Joe Biden, Trump wouldn't be president. all right here we go last movie last movie an aspiring magazine editor takes a demanding position for the fashion industry's most merciless personality aboard a german submarine during world war ii oh uh The first one is obvious. The last one is, I mean, yeah. I know the summary know how... pretty well. That is. Can you say the second one again? Uh, merciless personality aboard a German submarine during World War II. The devil wears das boot? You're so close to getting it exactly right. <laughs> say it out. So you like, you got to fu- find where the portmanteau's in there. You got the movies right. You just got to get the the verbiage. Devil wears Prada's boot. Ah, uh, yes, that's good. that is really good. That's one. All right, here we go. Our last one of the day is a half TV, half movie. We've combined a movie and a television show together. Uh, a bar run by killer 
run by a killer clown and the gang is sued by a formal employee former employee who was fired for having HIV. <laughs> I the, is it killer clown it, from Philadelphia? Wait. It is always sunny in Philadelphia? Yes. <laughs> wow. That's fucking great. That's really uh, good. That was actually two movies and a TV show put into one. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, Philadelphia. That's really good. Oh, wow. Wow. All right. We I got to see that. Yeah, I would watch that. Yeah. It would be called the one where he gets AIDS. Is that it's always sunny in Philadelphia? That it's called the, the gang. Is it the gang or the one the, where it's the gang? Okay, the one where AIDS. <laughs> I think that is an episode of It's Always Sunny. I think there is one where the gang gets AIDS. I mean, I would make sense. I that's that's on my list of stuff to just sort of put on in the background and watch as well. I haven't seen it. I've only seen a couple episodes of It's Always Sunny. They're both very funny. Oh man, you got uh, you got like eleven years to catch up. I know that was the problem with the show. I read an article five or six years ago about how it was in its 11th season or something. And I was like, okay, now yeah. I'll start. And now I'm just like, we're doing, there's 700 episodes Actually, of this it's, show. It's, I'm wrong. It's 14. It's 14 seasons. They That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And supposedly still good. Yeah. Right. It's a, yeah. It, it, it like, it kind of got a little lazy for a second. And then it had like a resurgence. Like the past couple of seasons have, have had a lot of really solid episodes and a couple of like top tier, like, best of all time ones okay i would agree 100 okay oh someone said they just said they're only 10 episode seasons all right that's a little more manageable i watched the pilot to succession so that might be my next oh succession fucking rules it was so fun the pilot was so fun and i hear it just gets better as we go all right yeah. we're moving back into our visual game room uh let's see if it goes oh it went okay look at that we still have tom hanks from uh playing ping pong in there all right if so you like succession you're gonna love legends of the fall I just want to put that out. If I liked the pilot <laughs> succession, I'm going to That sentence has never been uttered before. <laughs> Thank you guys both for being here. Chat, thanks for being here and hanging out. Everyone say goodbye to Todd and Chase. You guys can wave. And now here's the fun part of the show where I transition back and the meeting is still going on and they're still right there. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude. Thanks Bye for having all. me. This is a blast. Thanks, man. Nice to meet you, Chase. Nice to meet you too, dude. The meeting has ended. Uh, this feels good uh, for the end of the show. Thanks, guys. And I'll talk to everyone soon. A podcast network.